This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Film on Tap. We had a brief little break for Labor Day, but we are back doing our thing here. And today, I am not only joined by Nancy and Andres, as always, I am also joined by another special guest, Jen Kemp, who has been on the show before. It's happy to have her back. How are you today, Jen? I'm doing good. It's nice to be back. I think this is my third time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got the hat oh, trick excited. now. I got the hat yeah. in your face. Yeah, yeah. three more and you get a nice striped sweater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who has the lead right now? Is it Jindoyan? I think it's Jindoyan. Jindoyan. I think Jindoyan might be. I think he might have you beat by what? Like one? By two. Yes. Coming for you. All right. By so, two, really? I, I, I think wow. he's in the Fibers Club. <laughs> oh, Jindoyan, let us know. I didn't even know we had him on that many times. <laughs> wow, that's impressive. Jindoyan, let us know in the comments how many times. Yeah, yeah just let us know how many times you've been on the show. Uh, well, regardless, it is great having you back on the show. And, of course, it's great being joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Andres and Nancy. Nancy, how are you today? Well, as you can see, I'm still in my Raiders gear after a horrible, ah. horrible loss. But it's nothing right. that's some alcohol and some movie talking can't fix. So There you go. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> condolences, condolences. <laughs> How about you, Andres? How are you today? <laughs> I'm happy I'm not a football fan anymore. So I'm yeah. good. <laughs> I'm happy I'm not attached to sports. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of time oh, in the God. season, Nancy. I think you have time to bounce back. So don't go Listen, all in on the first. <laughs> mm. When you... When you lose, when you go into the half with a 20-0 lead, it's uh, it's a little rough. A little rough. Ooh. Hard to hard to keep optimistic. But you know what? Like I said, I could change out of my Raiders gear. I'm still here. Still a Raiders fan. We can do this. There you go. Okay. Well, <laughs> while she cries puddles of tears, we are going to move on into today's topics. And we've got a bunch to talk about, so we're going to play a little bit of catch-up here. But the first thing that we, we're going to talk about here is a big piece of news that was released just a few days ago, something that I think took a bunch of people by surprise, including all of us here. And it was that Warner Brothers announced that there is going to be a Constantine 2. And by Constantine 2, we mean a sequel to the 2005 Keanu Reeves Constantine film, where he will be returning as the titular character, and director Francis Lawrence will also be back. So this will be a continuation of that character and his story. What do we think about this sequel? Let's start with Nancy. How are we feeling about this one? Well, as I told you guys earlier, I've never seen Constantine, so it's yeah, a little bit of a mixed bag for me. But last night, I did try to watch it. It was really good. You tried to watch it? Well, unfortunately, I started it late, so around I 10 o'clock or so, I fell excuse. asleep. It makes me want to flip tables. <laughs> I, I hate that excuse. I started <laughs> it too late, and I got tired. Well, How about you start I it when you know did. you're going to be awake? Because God, you guys told me we'd be covering it, and then that was the only time I had to watch it. So I will I finish it. it, though. I will I'm finish it. I'm playfully angry, but also actually angry. But it's fine. <laughs> you got, you got I will finish it, though. Finish it, Nancy. Yeah. Please finish Listen, it. Listen, so I got good. at least halfway through. So, you know, it wasn't like I was 10 minutes in and I it's fell asleep. It's kind of a long asleep, movie, so. right? Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. long. Yeah. So. It's two hours. Yeah. That's long. That's not bad. That's long. At night, that's long. Okay. Yeah, at that late at late, night, that's when long. Late, when you start to wait, it might as well be Return of the King. Exactly. It's <laughs> a four-hour long movie. 
you know. But uh, no, from what I did see, I did like it. The only thing is, last time I was waiting for a Keanu Reeves uh, sequel, I got burned with his Bill and Ted comeback. So obviously, this is nothing like that. But I am just always weary when you have a sequel that's coming back so many years later. But the Mm -hmm. upside is with Constantine, you have all the visual effects that now, obviously, you could do so much more with. So that part of it seems cool that they're going to be able to do more with that and, you know, the story. But I'm excited to see it. I'm sure once I finish the first Constantine, I will like it. You know, can't imagine you'll go halfway through a movie liking it and then not like the other half. So, so yeah. The second half's even better. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're in for a treat. It's good times. Um, but yeah, happy to hear you're excited. All right, let's let's shift gears to Jen. What did you think about this one? And have you seen the original Constantine, I, or as Andres likes to say, Constantine, Constantine film? Because we're fancy over here. No, I like yeah, I, you're fancy. I have seen it because clearly, like I I played an inner geekdom, so you kind of have to see it. But I had <laughs> seen it before that too, uh, uh-huh. and yeah, it, it's very interesting. Uh, I think for the time, it was a hard sell. I think if it came out nowadays, it probably would play a lot better. Uh, but mm-hmm. For me, uh, any any news piece that comes out of Warner Brothers right now, I take with a huge <laughs> grain of salt. It's fair. This, like, fair. There is a lot of goodwill attached to Keanu Reeves' name. Like, who isn't excited to just hear that he's going to do anything? Right. Like, even if it's just riding his motorcycle and being a wonderful human being, because that's one of my favorite parts of the internet is learning stuff like that. Uh, but right. yeah, like it's I. I think he is probably really excited to go back to the character. So anything that makes him happy makes me happy. But do I think it's going to go all the way through? Not entirely. So I think it probably would oh. have a better audience nowadays, but Warner Brothers is really scrambling around with all the Ezra Miller of it all and Batgirl <laughs> and everything. They're just like, how do we get Goodwill back? Ah, we'll be like Keanu. Ah, well, something we promised a long ago we never gave him. Ah, fucking Constantine. Green light it. <laughs> yeah, just like, we like, need something. Right now, they're like, there's a lot of interest in those kind of off-kilter kind of comic books with Sandman right. being a surprise mm-hmm. hit kind of really for Netflix so it does feel like they're just reaching after buzzwords right now which if they follow through that's great but they have not shown the best track record when it comes to follow through so I am mm-hmm. hesitantly excited about it though I don't know if they announced anyone other than Keanu like if like Peter Stormare made it another appearance. I need him I'm back. Always excited oh, to I, I need him back. He has to. He has to be back. Him and Keanu are tight, so like, I would not be surprised if he yeah, came back. So if, if he's when he gets attached, then I'll start getting excited. Yeah, then I'll get really excited. Yeah. I've never been disappointed to see him. So yeah, oh, he's the best. I love him. He's so good. Oh yeah, and I mean, you know, I didn't ask you here. what you thought. <laughs> Damn. Wow, way to, way to cut off Jen. Well, no, Andres is about to keep going. I know he's jumping. I know. Let's go ahead. I got your back. All I was about to say is, is if, they bring, if they bring back Peter Stormare, they have to bring back freaking Tilda. Yes, and Tilda, absolutely. Yeah. So. Oh, I hope Tilda comes back. That'd be dope. Yeah. I will say when I was watching, I was like, ooh, Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Okay. Also, I was not expecting a 
uh, Shia LaBeouf to be in this movie whatsoever. Oh, I highly doubt him. Don't expect him. Don't expect him in the sequel. Well, spoilers. No, I'm just saying, given his public image. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true too. He could, he could still be alive. He just ain't coming back. Spoiling shit. No, that was because of the Shia is very hot button right now. So I doubt he. I don't know. Ezra Miller still got things coming out. That's Warner Brothers. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, so if they're willing to put up with Ezra, they probably would be willing to put up Shia. So maybe who knows? You never know. We just don't know. But uh, Andres, what did you think of this piece of news? Oh, it's my turn to go. Okay, fantastic. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, funny enough, when we got this bit of news, we were actually at Warner Brothers yeah. doing the studio tour. And then, like, literally, as soon as we were on our way out, it was like, like oh. oh, that's awesome. And then, like, I kept, I kept reading through it and finding out more and more about it. And then my excitement started to dwindle quite a bit, like really fast. Like you, you could just see in my face where I'm like, oh crap. And the reason why is because at the very bottom, it states that this will be produced by JJ Abrams's bad robot, which they have a habit of whenever they make, whenever they take over a kind of a property, they don't like using previously established materials or they don't like essentially making sequels to stuff that's not their own thing. So when they announced that, oh, you know what? Um, I mean, they, they've announced that uh, Keanu is coming back and Francis Lawrence and they're all coming back. But they weren't necessarily clear on the fact of whether or not this is a sequel or not. Mm. And and most of the sites picked up and said, oh, it's a sequel only because of the fact that they're returning. I mean, with J.J. Abrams at the helm uh, or producing, that kind of gives me a little bit of a pause. Yeah. So okay. the original did kind of go under the radar. So I feel like the general audience would be like, what is this? So they like, even yeah. though Keanu's there, they wouldn't really know. Yeah. It was a sequel. So who knows? Well, I feel like Constantine's more in like the zeitgeist now, like with like all the different iterations that there have been, like with Matt Ryan, who's been all over the map as Constantine. So I feel like he's definitely more well known now than he was back when that movie came out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And That's he- true. It could be a multiverse. Who knows? Oh, goodness. Yeah. I hate that word. <laughs> I hate everything it stands for. Yeah, the multiverse saga. Great. Great, Kevin Feige. Thank you for killing all my excitement. <laughs> so sorry. All right. But yeah, but, you know, generally just optimistically cautious, I would say, uh, for the sequel. But, you know, okay. who knows how it could turn out. Gotcha. I mean, that's not how those words usually work, but... <laughs> I'll give give it to you. Um, But yeah, I'm like, I feel like uh, probably out of all of us, I feel like I may be the most excited just because (laughs) that is one of my all time favorite Keanu movies and just like, I guess, I guess horror thriller kind of movies. Just, I just, I I remember when it came out in theaters, I had to like beg my dad to see it because it was like very violent and R rated. And I was, and I was like super young at the time. He's like, you sure? You sure? You sure? <laughs> because yeah. he had already scarred me with uh, Sin City, I think, which came out Ooh. like the year before. <laughs> really? He was just like, oh, okay. my, my dad. My dad was literally just like, I don't, I don't, I don't. After that movie, like, I feel like a bad parent. You sure you want to go to Constantine? And I was like, Yes, I love Keanu Reeves, please, because this is like when you know the Matrix. You know, I grew up with the Matrix, and then the two sequels had come out, so I was like in full on Keanu fever at that point. Um, <laughs> So, like, Constantine was, like, totally my jam, and my dad was, like, shocked how much I enjoyed it and liked it. Because, like, he ended up having to take me out of the first Spider-Man because I was, like, freaked out by the Green Goblin transformation. <laughs> <in the beginning. laughs> 
So, you know, like the whole point where like, well, the phone is like, uh, 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 literally that was like, I had to get out of that. But then, but then, but then when there's fucking like demons swirling around and all this crazy like, shit in Constantine, I'm just like, oh, cool, dad. Um, but yeah, I like, and the weird thing is like, you guys are at the Warner Brothers lot. Like I legitimately, I was like, you know what? I really feel like rewatching Constantine. It's Halloween time. And, you know, I was adding it to like my digital movie collection. I had just added it and I was like about to watch it. And then I click on Facebook and it's like Constantine 2 greenlit. I was like, you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> I was like, no way. And I had to like check it with different sources. I was like, is this like a fake movie story? Like, what's going on here? But like, I had the biggest smile on my face. I love the fact that not only is Keanu back, but Francis Lawrence is back because I thought he did such a good job directing the first movie. It was such a great like world building. It's a beautiful looking movie too. It still holds up, honestly. I rewatched it yesterday because I was so excited. Um, and I still love that movie. And I really think some of the visual effects, you know, obviously have aged quite a bit, but I still think it's a really cool movie with great mythology and one of my favorite Keanu Reeves performances. Um, so I'm interested to see how his character would return. Now, obviously, Keanu Reeves is older now, and I'm curious to where they would take this character, where they would take the mythology. But I'm excited. But like you guys said, as long as Peter Stormare comes back as Lucifer, I am all <laughs> in because it's, one of, it's probably my favorite Lucifer portrayal. And I think that you need him in the movie in order to really make a true Constantine sequel. And since him and Keanu are pretty tight, I'm hoping that happens. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited. But enough about us. I have a what question. You... Yeah, Wait, yeah. What's I the have question? A question though? Constantine or the Lake House? <laughs> oh, Constantine. What are we doing? Cross what are we doing here? Crossover. I'm just oh, saying. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you've had some high praises for the Lake House. I'm just look, saying. I do look. I do like the Lake House. Don't get me wrong. I think that's an underrated movie. Its logic doesn't quite check out, but, <laughs> Wait, but does it or doesn't at all? But yeah, yeah or at all. Um, but I enjoy it. Oh, that works. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? It's as logical as Constantine, so yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's now a fair they point. can just combine the two together and just make that would be Constantine, amazing. Constantine gets house. like a lake yeah. house, <laughs> yeah. natural, and he's and he's got the same situation, but with like a half human, half demon. <laughs> yes, exactly. The lake it just houses. writes itself, really. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, you know, that's that's what we think about this piece of news. Let us know what you think about this piece of news in the comment section below. Are you excited? Are you not excited? Are you kind of like cautiously optimistic? Do you not really care? Let us know in the comment section below. Constantine 2. It is happening. And now we move on to a bevy of trailers that have been released in the past couple weeks that we must talk about. One that's been a little controversial and a couple others that have us all excited or maybe all of us excited. But we're going to start with the controversial one. Let's get it out of the way. Let's just do it. Let's wipe it out. It is the teaser trailer, like a huge teaser trailer. Like This is like the definition of a teaser trailer where they basically <laughs> show nothing. And that is the teaser for The Little Mermaid, um, which is Disney's latest live action adaptation of one of their beloved classics. So what did we think of this teaser trailer? Let us start with Andres. I so first off, just the idea of making more live action adaptations of classic Disney films is always just kind of like, all right, as long as you have just a brand new take on the material like I thought the Jungle Book was the prime aspect where mm -hmm. you know they didn't necessarily copy the original but they took bits of the book and bits of the Disney movie and kind of melded the two and gave us a truly different version and then same thing I mean then the polar opposite of that would be with the Lion King where it's just basically it's like 
it's like John Favreau just copied the homework. So, but in terms of this, I mean, truly for me, I'm just kind of like, just like, okay, it's, it's there. Um, that, that's a tease. Uh, not too much to go on. Um, but just the word around the trailer and just some of the negative aspects for me mm-hmm. caught me so off guard where I'm like, are, are we're arguing about the ethnicity change of a character that doesn't exist? I mean, sadly, wh- it did not catch me yeah. off guard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Sadly, coming. I was ready for it. <laughs> do you, do you, do you, saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. Yeah, but but also on top of that, I mean, like, just, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, like, you could almost just see certain things coming, but I didn't expect it for it to get that ugly, if that made any sense. Oh, like, you sweet summer child. I know. I'm not on Twitter, guys. <laughs> no, but so hopeful for the future, this August. Yes. Yeah. But, but 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 honestly, like the one thing I was judging it more on anything else was Ken. What, what was the name of the actress? I, I completely Hallie like, Bailey. Yeah, Hallie Bailey. Yeah, I was the like, one I keep thinking is, is Hallie, Hallie Bailey. Bailey. Hallie Bailey. <laughs> I have to I always do a double take every time I read it. I was like, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. I, I love that she responded on Twitter too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Her yeah. confused. Oh yeah, yeah. she's no, like I'm great. like 40, 50, I think she's like you in the 50s. Pull it off. She looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so. but yeah. she even she was like, guys, I'm fifty years well, old. Well, aging is a crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but honestly, the one thing I was judging um, uh, Barry on um, right off the bat was, can she sing? And she really? can damn well sing. Yeah. So. She's yeah. got my vote of confidence on it. I mean, probably the only the other thing I remember telling you the first time I'd seen the trailer was it looks kind of dark, like a little too dark. And I'm like, that's the way the like it took me like a couple a couple of moments yeah, later. Like, that's like, the way the ocean is. Yeah, well, 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 that, well, that's well, that's the way the original movie starts. And then the movie gets even brighter and brighter and brighter because I remember uh-huh. saying to you, I was like, how is Aquaman more brighter than this movie? And I'm like. This is just right. the opening segment of the film. It's supposed to look like that, guys. So honestly, I, I'm I, like, it's it's a tease. Um, so far, I I like where they're going, but mm-hmm. is it going to be any different than the original uh, anime film? Is my big question, and that's pretty much about it. Gotcha. All right, we will pivot to Jen. All what right. do you got? Yeah. No, I was uh. Not surprised at all uh, at to the, some of the reactions because people suck. So, yeah. yeah. No, the minute that uh, she was announced, like, I was like, there's going to be a strong faction that are going to be upset for no damn reason. Uh, but mm-hmm. putting all that aside, uh, because there's also, like, the flip side to it of what it does mean to certain people. Like, one of my favorite things about this trailer is actually, it's, I say trailer, but it really is a tease. Yeah. It's not even like a tease. It's almost like a, like a yeah. motion test for the animators. Just yeah, to it seems like a screen test. <laughs> and in terms of, yeah, it reminded me a lot of the uh, the Aquaman leaked footage of like the, how they first started moving and it was like, oh, that's what it's going to look like. So yeah. <laughs> like in terms of that, it's very successful because I'm like, oh, it actually, she moves really fluidly and like it's not awkward because whenever you have like humans trying to do mermaid motions, like you get a little Zoolander in there and it's a little, <laughs> little awkward. But no, it looks really good. <laughs> a Zoolander in there. Water is the essence of wetness. So, yeah, like I. Oh my god! <laughs> but one of my favorite things was seeing it kind of became a trend of like parents filming their children reacting to watching the teaser. So seeing all these like beautiful, adorable little black girls seeing themselves on the screen as a mermaid. Like I saw one that she literally like she 
like blew her face blew up she was like glowing and she goes ariel it's it's black ariel and she's so pretty like i was like that's so cute so like that's really exciting for a lot of kids and at the same time i do agree with the darkness and a part of the cynical part of me is like oh they are really like kind of slowly making the reveal of her actual skin tone mm -hmm. which is horrible uh, yeah. But at the same time, it just shows that once again, the Disney live action remakes are really going into this photorealism phase. And I am not a fan. I really don't like it. Mm. Uh, like they, you got a very brief glimpse of like some actual sea creatures in there, like a, all of a sudden a really abundance of turtles. You would, you're never going to see this amount of like actual sea creatures in the ocean ever again. So it's going to be a nice little time capsule because they're all dying. But like it's it's just Jesus. maybe this whole movie is a commentary on how filthy the ocean is. Right? No. It's true. As, As the movie gets on, it gets darker and darker, and you can't even yeah. see anybody. I mean, but that's why I mean, it's getting darker and darker on the screen too. So like they they are like, oh, it's it, in reality, it should be really dark. You shouldn't be able to see her from a couple fathoms below and everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm like. But this is an animated movie, so I'm really scared to see like what Flounder is going to look like, what Sebastian oh. are going to look like, because like they could be terrifying. They, like they're, they're going to have a sequence of Under the Sea, which is supposed to be this really happy oh. sequence, and I think it's going to like look really, really off-putting. <laughs> and so I don't know why all I'm imagining now is like a cat's version of it, where it's like yeah. oh, colors, but yeah. like human faces on it, and just gonna, like oh, like they're terrifying. setting themselves up for failure because like the Lion King you mentioned earlier, like there's they took away all expression because they want them to be realistic. Yeah instead of like these anthropomorphic kind of characters that keep, people can react to because mm -hmm. like you actually have show emotion and you don't get much of emotion out of fish uh, having had fish in my as pets in the past <laughs> I like contrary to, to popular belief don't show anything <laughs> so I don't know but it's it's this is definitely a teaser I'm excited to hear her sing because she is a fantastic singer. I'm sure there's a lot of awkwardness. So, like, if you don't know the reason she got the job, like, she's a YouTuber that would do duets with her sister, who is also gorgeous and has a voice of an angel. So I'm like, that must be really a lot of tension at the dinner table of she got this major role with Disney and she didn't. So I hope she gets something to follow up. But yeah, so I have all the confidence in, in Haley, but the actual production, I'm not too excited about. Yeah. So. Okay, Nancy, will you think differently or do you agree with Andres and Jen? Um, yeah, I feel like at this point I've just been burned so many times by the live action Disney remake. So I'm, I'm not too optimistic about it. just like a tired it. out crew. It's like, like oh, man, yeah. You know, the movie itself, I'm not, I'm not too excited about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's at least giving an opportunity to someone to be represented more. And I feel like no matter what this movie is, uh, you know, representation matters. And I think about little girls like my cousin's daughter when Moana came out. She bought her a Moana doll and she, the first thing she said was, Mom, she has hair like me. Because, you know, most of the Disney characters have nice straight blonde hair and straightened out. And, you know, when you got a little ethnic in you, like my hair, it's not straight. It's a little poofy, a little curly. And it's nice to be proud of, you know, proud of that and see someone who is like you on screen. And so I think that in itself is worth it for me. I think that is going to be kind of the crux of the movie for me in terms of like, well, at least at the very end, you know, there are going to be little girls out there that get to see themselves on screen. And I think that 
again, I think that's just worth it to me. Um, again, a little scared, like Jen said, of the creatures that we're going to see. I yeah, really wasn't hoping scared it's until you guys mentioned it. <laughs> what? I'm terrified it's going to be a cat situation where they just yeah. look horrifying and yeah, it's going to be now. creepy and weird. Well, well, Flounder yeah, so. is in the trailer, too. And I was you like, only see like him from the back. Is he? The yeah. face is the problem. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they like hide the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I know it sounds weird to say, but her tail was beautiful. I yeah. was like, oh, they yeah. did a really good job of making it look realistic. <laughs> Don't oh laugh, okay? Oh it's like her hair, God. you know? It's great. But I think in terms of, you know, I feel like you have a full spectrum of people reacting to this from just flat out racist to people not being able to let go of that iconic look of someone who has like bright red hair. And I mm -hmm. think at the end of the day, you just have to let it go. You know, mermaids aren't real. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we, will, we will live. <laughs> so, yeah. So, not optimistic, but glad that they're pushing forward in terms of making it different. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. I'm just so over the live action. It's just, it's so lazy, and it's so, like, self-serving, and I hate it so much because they don't do anything with these live action remakes they're just copy and paste with like little to no magic jungle book was the only one that actually did something different and was actually enjoyable every other one has been awful like it's just so forgettable and so joyless where it, like there's no way that you would watch that one instead of the classic animated movie it's just a night and day kind of difference and especially after watching Disney's live-action Pinocchio movie, I'm, like, way the hell over this shit. I'm, like, way oh, the hell over this live-action. Don't ever watch it. Hear, Finish Constantine. Don't watch Pinocchio. Yeah. <laughs> I hear great things. Yeah. It's so bad. So, like, for this one, I was like, all right, live-action. Like, it wasn't even, like, I'm, like, the, I think the representation thing's great. And, like, you know, Nancy said, like, it's great that a lot of these little girls are seeing themselves now on screen. I love that. But, like, heading into the trailer, I was like, all right, Disney, here we go. Another live-action remake. Fucking wow me. <laughs> I'm just like, here we go. And it's just, like, no, nothing really in the teaser aside from her singing really drew me in. But she has a gorgeous voice. Like, that was, like shockingly good um which is probably going to make it worthwhile because like i got chills just from like the little bit of singing that she gives us in the trailer but in terms of like the look and feel i mean again it's a super teaser trailer like we really don't get to see much or hear much um it's just a very brief look but you know i'm not really excited about any of these live action remakes i'm interested to see what take they have maybe they'll do something a little bit different but Eh, that, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. I'm just like so kind of winded from all these live action remakes. I'm just done with it. I don't like it. Um, but, you know, let us know in the comments what you think of this teaser trailer. Did you like it? Are you more excited about it than we are? Are you in the same boat as us? Let us know in the comment section below about what you thought about the Little Mermaid teaser trailer. And now we move on to, in my mind, a far more exciting trailer a movie for a film that is going to be hitting uh netflix this december a sequel a highly anticipated sequel another whodunit from ryan johnson a sequel to knives out called glass onion where we see benoit blanc played once again by the incomparable daniel craig trying to solve another murder in uh it looks like europe i think i think he's over in europe these days some kind of mediterranean um, thing like, yeah. some sort of mediterranean area <laughs> somewhere, somewhere not in the u.s yeah, yeah somewhere not in the u.s um so we got our first trailer here uh or teaser trailer rather what did we think about the first look at glass onion nancy let us know are you excited for this one and what did you think of knives out the original movie 
Yeah, I love the first one. I thought it was awesome. What I really liked about the first one was you think you're not going to figure out who did it until like the very end. But then it's like, nope, surprise. We're going to tell you anyways. And it's so Mm -hmm. a great movie. I loved it. Um, My qualm with this this, uh, sequel is that they're calling it Glass Onion, A Knives Out Story. I don't know why that just annoys the shit out of me. Like, (laughs) either call it Knives Out 2 something or like, I don't know. I don't know why it just bugs me. They just slap that on then. Marketing. But it looks good. Yeah, it's just the exactly. people. Well, how are they supposed to know it's a Knives Out movie? <laughs> exactly. Also, no. I feel like Netflix. That seems like a very Netflixy kind of like title for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like but, they could have just called it Knives Out colon Glass Onion, and that would have been yeah, exactly. Well, that would have been well, way better. Well, like why? I, I think the reason is Ryan Johnson and and Daniel Craig seem to be loving this pairing, and they seem to want to be pumping these out like regular. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be kind of like an anthology thing, and they I think they don't want to bog themselves down with numbering things. So it's like we're just gonna this is like a genre now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. got it. Yeah. Kind of well, like a oh, what was that? House on Haunted Hill. I feel yeah. like it's like yeah. it's like what ish. Disney wanted to do ish. with a Star Wars story, and they <laughs> quickly backed up on that. So yeah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it worked more with Rogue One, and then all of a sudden they tried to do Han Solo. Yeah. fake. Or like what they tried to do with like X Men Origins Wolverine. They're like, we'll do yeah. this with all of them. So but yeah, I do like that y'all know I love a good riddle. So I like that they're doing like little puzzles and shit and trying to figure it out. It's a little bit it seems a little more like um I love how you do like puzzles zing. and shit. You know I like puzzles yeah. and shit. Shit's the best. Yeah. But no, it seems a little bit more zany and more on the mystery side than the murder side. Uh obviously it's still a murder mystery. Uh but I I love all that stuff. Give me a good murder mystery with some puzzles in there. That's my favorite. So I'm excited about this. Awesome. Uh, let's pivot to Jen. What did you think about this trailer? What did you think of the original Knives Out? Yeah, I, I love Knives Out. It was filmed in Boston. Yeah, uh, like it, it's it was a fantastic film. Uh, I, I absolutely loved it. And I am very much looking forward to this one. The whole Netflix of it all, like every time it gets me, because I'm like, wait, they're going to put this on Netflix? Like this isn't going to make it to the theaters? I hope they do do that weird little weird limited release thing just so it has a little bit more of a push. Uh, But yeah, like Knives Out is really fun. And I'm really excited about this one. It's a good teaser. Uh, It's like it has that classic little fun little editing tricks and uh, fun little sounds to get you going with the puzzle boxes and shit. I also am a fan. Uh, but like, I, I'm really excited because I feel like in the original Knives Out, it was really focused on creating, like establishing the character of Benoit Blanc and uh, just mm-hmm. Daniel Craig, like showing like, I am really funny when you give me a chance. Uh, but that one was really focused on him and Anna de Armas' character. Uh, despite having a really good background cast, I was like, oh, I feel like we could have spent so much more time with all these amazing actors that I love to see. And now going into the second one, it feels like he kind of just realized that. And it's also become like kind of an uh, exciting property to hop into. So he's got a really big cast of characters again. uh, And it feels like this time it's going to be more evenly balanced in sharing the love. Mm. I know that's a quite a statement to make off of a teaser, but that's what just what I'm getting yeah. from from this teaser. Uh, so whereas the first one was like, we're really seeing it through Anna de Armas's eyes. This one looks like it's going to be more of a madcap kind of clue, kind of whodunit where everyone's a suspect and everyone's involved. 
So I'm really excited to see it. And yeah, to have Dave Bautista be like the end <laughs> makes me think, oh, he's going to be like a laugh riot in this one. Like, I'm really excited. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he, he really brings in the Guardian stuff and like he's kind of found his little <laughs> niche. So I'm excited uh, to, between him and Catherine Hahn is always like, I think the two of them playing off each other is gonna be really fun. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Andres, where do you fall in this one? And what did you think of the original Knives Out? Oh, I absolutely love the original Knives Out. Like it was, it was a whodunit that we had never seen before in terms of the structure. Like I remember literally seeing the first third of that movie and be like, "Oh, wait a minute, uh, that is where you're this going." Is with not it? what I thought it was at all. Yeah, and, and, and I remember adamantly <laughs> hating that. And then by the end of it, I was like, "That was freaking brilliant." That's exactly what you do when you yep. give. Ryan Johnson, Carb wants to do whatever he wants for all those people that are pissed about The Last Jedi. Sorry, I actually like it, but there you go. Same, um, same. Yeah, it's it's the only one that holds up out of the bunch. But ooh, I know, You're I know. Ooh, I kind of like I kind of like Force Awakens. Force Awakens is a lot of fun. Force Awakens is a lot of fun. Yeah. but upon but then you re remember where it ends up, and you get a little sad. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a little bummer. <laughs> yeah, but so far, but in terms of this teaser. I love that what it does more than anything else, it gives you brief glimpses on the entire cast around him. Yes. We already know about Daniel Craig's character. We already know about everything else going forward. We know what the style is, the sensibility, the direction. And honestly, watching that trailer, I couldn't tell you what the movie was about, and I can't tell you what the dynamics of any of the characters are going to be, but we got slight little hints and nods to how they're going to play off each other. I mean, like, you were talking about Dave Bautista. He had my favorite moment in the entire trailer. Boom! <laughs> He's just like, like, just doing that was just freaking hilarious in itself, and I absolutely cannot wait to see this movie, but like you said, I mean... Ryan Johnson sold off his rights to Knives Out to the entire franchise to Netflix. So it is pretty much up to Netflix of what they're going to do. The thing right now is they don't even know if this movie's coming out in a wide release or if it's coming out only in just yeah. Netflix and a very limited release on that. Because honestly, if if they do the entire thing where it's just only going straight to Netflix, they're leaving money on the table right yeah. there because yeah. I would pay to go see that in a theater. And also the original knives out was a big hit as it well was. too. Yeah. So like yeah. why, why leave all that money on the, on the floor Netflix? I mean, like put it in a theater. Yeah. I mean, ugh, especially God. like the time it would be coming out. It's not like we're getting, we're getting into more like Oscar caliber and fun December kind of movies, but mm -hmm. it's like it, it would be a nice counter programming thing for the lineup that's coming up. So yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah. and the other thing too is, I mean, I don't know if you've been keeping up with um, with uh, the Toronto International Film Festival reviews for this, yeah. but everybody yeah, they were glowing. They were glowing. The, glowing. And the one thing I've seen across the board is it's like better, it's better than, than the first one. Yeah. More fun, better, like more more yeah. interesting storylines. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. But like, all right. Well, yeah, but. I'm very excited for this movie, though, based on the teaser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat as all you guys. I think it looks delightful. I mean, when they announced that they were going to make a sequel, I was like, oh, absolutely. I want to see Benoit Blanc just in like 13 million movies. Like, I just love Daniel Craig as this character. I thought he was hilarious and super compelling in the first movie. I love the first movie. And I'm just a sucker for a whodunit, like most people in this in this uh, podcast right now. It's just like one of my favorite genres. Like it's probably like my top three. I just anytime there's like a whodunit, I'm like all in. I want to see it, even if it sucks. I love whodunits. I fucking love Clue. Clue is the best. Um, <laughs> 
Anytime someone says Clue, my instant jerk reaction is just, I fucking love Clue. <laughs> so it's literally just how I feel anytime someone brings it up. Um, but I think the cast here looks amazing. I mean, I love the fact that we have Edward Norton in this movie. I just think it's great to see him having some fun. And just, you know, like you said, Catherine Hahn, Dave Batista. I mean, I think uh, Kate Hudson's also in this movie, too. I mean, the cast is stacked. Um, and I can't wait to see Craig play off of all these people. And it looks beautiful. It looks like a gorgeously shot movie. And I love Ryan Johnson as a writer-director. I think he's made some of the best movies, you know, like of the past decade. I think he has a very unique voice. I think that he has a really cool visual style. He has a very interesting way of telling stories that's very off beat and refreshing so i'm really excited to see what he does with this and you know it seems like him and craig are game to just keep making these movies as long as you know he wants to keep writing them and directing them so i'm excited about that um and yeah i just think it's a really fun effective teaser and i'm you know with you guys where i really don't understand why they're not giving this one a theatrical release when the first one was such a big hit but I don't know. Netflix, I guess, likes to be greedy with that and just make it all theirs and just put it on their platform and just get those viewer numbers. I don't know. It's just dumb. Um, but that's what we have to think or have to think. This is what that's what we have to say have about to, this game. It's late. All right. Give me a break. Give me a sec. All right. <laughs> um, but that's what it's it's like 849 uh, Pacific time right now. What time is it? And it's 1149. It's 1149 in New York. 1150 yeah so now i'm a minute more tired (laughs) but uh yeah but that's what we have to say about this i almost said it again (laughs) i almost fucking said it again that's how bad it is right now i legitimately almost fucking said it again um but that's those are our thoughts about jeez i can't fucking speak jesus those are i'm having a meltdown Um, i need like two cards for tom right now (laughs) jesus christ can someone just like do like sign language for the next part i'm out here these are Um, our thoughts these are our our thoughts on the class (laughs) (laughs) jesus fucking christ um those are our thoughts on the glass onion teaser let us know what you thought in the comment section below did you love it did you hate it are you excited for this movie are you not excited did you want it to have a theatrical release are you you know happy that it's just going to be on streaming where you can watch it from the comfort of your own home let us know in the comment section below about what you thought about the glass onion teaser trailer and now we're moving on to the last trailer of today's show, and that is the trailer for Damien Chazelle's Babylon, which is kind of being called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood meets Wolf of Wall Street. And then this is our first look at the movie. It's looks crazy. It looks wild. It's got Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Tobey Maguire, a bunch of other great cast members. What did we think about this first glimpse, this uncensored trailer, which they released? What did we think about it? Let's start with Andres. What do we think about Babylon? You know what? We've been going first before letting you speak. So how about you tell us your thoughts on this trailer first, Tom? (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. So right after he trips up all over his words, you're like, Tom, why don't you go ahead and speak? (laughs) I think Andres is an agent of chaos right now. That's what I think this is. Like, like, Tom will come out and he's just like, well, I guess I agree with all you. I'm trying to give you the floor here. I have full confidence (laughs) in you buddy (laughs) this is my my redemption tour this is is it this is where this is where i get my name back (laughs) Um, you can do it top i got this i got this um but i think babylon i love damon giselle as a director i loved whiplash i uh loved la la lands uh i liked 
first man. I wasn't as crazy about it as a lot of other people were, but I still think it's a really well-made, really good-looking movie with a great central performance from Ryan Gosling. But I had, you know, I had heard little things about this movie, and I, you know, I heard about the cast, and I was like, oh, this sounds great. And it looks far different than I thought it was going to look. I didn't think it was going to look this crazy and this audacious and this, like, Wolf of Wall Street-esque kind of Hollywood story, but it like, I can't help but be captivated. It's a beautiful-looking trailer. The performances look crazy. Margot Robbie and Brad Pitt look like they're having the time of their lives. Tobey Maguire's back, and he looks fucking nuts. And I'm so <laughs> excited about it. I, I love seeing an unhinged Tobey Maguire. And it's just like, you don't really get too much of the story, but I feel like you just get enough visual glamour and glitz where you're just like, okay, I'm interested to see where the story goes. I feel like it's not all going to be fun and games. It's going to go into some darker territory, which I've heard about. Um, but I'm really excited, and I love David Giselle as a director and I think he's such a talented um, storyteller and I really can't wait to see what he does with the story and this amazing cast so what did you guys think let's let's pivot to Nancy what did you think of Babylon he's like Andres pivoted to me so you don't get to pivot back uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Una card reverse um, exactly no, for some reason, I, I think I will like this movie, but for some reason, the trailer isn't drawing me in. I think it might be because it's getting lost in the shuffle a little bit for me with Amsterdam and um, mm. see how they run. They just have a similar feel to me, and those kind of grabbed me more in terms of the story uh, and what's happening mm -hmm. in those. And Margaret Robbie's in Amsterdam as well, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, she's everywhere. Yeah. She's yeah. everywhere, so good for her. I, I think I will end up liking it, but for some reason the story's not grabbing me. You know, it just seems like people who want to be rich and then they're going to go do things to get rich. That's what it feels like right now. But I will say that what kind of started pivoting me towards the other way was at the very end of the trailer when Margot Robbie's like, who wants to see me fight a snake? <laughs> it's, just, it's just a rattlesnake there. And yeah. for some reason she's fighting a snake. So I'm, I'm hoping I'm wrong in terms of the story kind of just being like, blah about it. Uh, and it doesn't rely too much on the zaniness and the visuals of it. Because, uh, you know, I think obviously you have to have a good story to back all of that up. So... I feel like I will be pleasantly surprised, but mm, ish. I'm not not that excited based off of the trailer. Okay, interesting, interesting. I like the different take. All right, let's go to Jen. Hmm. I feel like I just literally just like and show us the board. <laughs> this is literally just how it felt like. <laughs> what did you think of this one, Jen? Yeah, this one like I I don't know what it is. I feel like I've been set up. Like getting so excited for Damien Chazelle projects, and then I just keep it never quite gets there for me. Like since Whiplash, Whiplash yeah. is great, but since then I just I haven't connected the way that I thought I would. Like La La Land, I thought I was gonna freaking love that because I love musicals. I thought like, I was like, oh, we're gonna get like a classic like musicals. There's gonna be dance numbers. It's gonna be so much fun, and I just didn't connect with it at all. So I was really disappointed in that. Uh, but yeah, like there's something about this trailer again that I think it is the, like you said earlier, it's like, oh, it does kind of feels like you took Wolf of Wall Street and, uh, a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and, and like a little bit of Hail Caesar in there too. And like threw it in a blender and it was like, oh, you like these oh, things. At least not Hail Caesar. I know. Right? Well, that's, that's the, like the vibe I'm getting. So like, that's why I'm a little hesitant on this, but like, it just feels like 
the way that this trailer is cut, the movie, I'm, I'm assuming, is going to be very different from the tone of what we're seeing in these really quick little clips. Mm -hmm. uh, but right now, mm -hmm. it really, the way that it's edited does feel like it's like, oh, you like the zaniness of that movie, and you love Brad Pitt's character in that movie. You love Margot Robbie, who doesn't. Like, she's, I, I'm, I'm, she'll be fine no matter what. Like, she's, like, <laughs> annoyingly perfect at no matter what she does. Like, I, and I say that, and I fully love her, and I'm like, how come you are great at everything? Uh, but, like, it, there's just something about it that it's, like, rubbing me the wrong way right now. So it's especially, like, uh, Nancy said, like, we have all these different huge ensemble cast movies coming up that are all in these kind of little period piece kind of things. And this one in particular, because it is one of those movies about movies, it's like that whenever I see that now, I start to get a little like, oh, this is they're going after some like award stuff because they love going after the movies about themselves. So it seems a little self-serving. And like for me, like those kind of big, crazy, wild party movies. Like, my idea of a good time is making pizza rolls and staying in bed. So, like, <laughs> when I see, like, naked women dancing with jazz, because it's Damien Chazelle, so there's some jazz in there, and some alligators with Tobey Maguire, I think, if I saw him there for his half a second, and a snake and everything, I'm like, okay, this is a bit much. So, I don't know. For me right now, it's not, like, high on my list. I will see it obviously, mm -hmm. but I expect to be <laughs> disappointed. If you expect disappointment, it's fun when you're wrong. So, <laughs> but at this point, I feel like Damien Chazelle has a lot of fans and I'm not one of them and I'm always mystified as to why I'm not. So hopefully he'll prove me wrong this time around. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who didn't connect with La La Land. Yeah. Thank you. Everyone I wanted to so like, bad. absolutely loves that. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why either. I don't know Just why. didn't click. <laughs> Well, I will say the mixing I'm sorry is that you really guys cool. can't experience joy. You can't experience yeah. tragic love, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so sorry. So sorry. I'm sorry your soul can't smile. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. <laughs> oh, I will. I will go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, oh, I will go watch like, that movie well, right now. Well, now that I have her permission to like the movie, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, I like it. You have to watch it. So I'm going to go watch it five times yeah. today. Yeah. It wasn't until she said those words where I was like, finally, I'm free. <laughs> that just sounded like your inner, like, model, not model, like your inner, uh, what the fuck, why can't I think of the word now? Narration. Uh, there you go. Like uh, someone's narrating was. your life. There you go. You were there. lost, but now you are found. <laughs> got there. Uh, Andres, are you going to be the one person who is positive about the movie like me, or are you still going down negative town? What are we doing? Well, I absolutely love Whiplash. Whiplash okay, is... Okay, I know where this is going. Oh <laughs> so, no. So, no. So, no. Um, Freaking La La Land. I remember I disconnected with that movie, the very opening frame opening in L.A. traffic. I'm like, that is not L.A. traffic, you son of a bitch. Don't try to don't try. That's to, like, where you jumped off the train. That's where you're like, I'm out. But but, but overall, I thought La La Land was just it was good. I mean, but I will say I think it, it got it got a little into the whole um, people were overhyping it for weeks on end. And then when I went to go see it, mm -hmm. I was like. That was enjoyable. Uh, that was fine. Yeah. That was fine for me. Then when I went to go see First Man, uh, uh, I mean, 
Ryan Goslin, uh, in, in that movie in particular, I don't know what it is, but his energy is so low that it almost feels like he just doesn't want to be there. I think that was a character choice. <laughs> it, 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 uh, yeah, that definitely was a character choice. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can only get away with that with certain movies. And then when you get to, like, what, you're... Oh my goodness, like so many movies later on down the line that you're still just kind of like pulling the same hat trick. But also on top of that, for I was really excited about First Man because they were going to recreate all those moon sequences and those sequences were shot in IMAX. So I was really excited to go see the movie in that format. And all I just remember is just being as disconnected from the movie as Ryan Gosling seems to be disconnected from acting in general in that moment. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I guess I'll go to space. I guess maybe, I'll go to space. Maybe that's yeah. how John Glenn was. Maybe he was like, fuck my life. What did I get myself into? Fuck space. I know. Like, no. <laughs> I'm just Neil Armstrong? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Wait, I wasn't he Neil Armstrong in the movie? Yeah, Neil Armstrong or John Glenn? Okay, no, I, I, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. It is Neil Armstrong. It was just him. In, in Hidden Figures, Glenn Powell makes one of his first appearances as Neil Armstrong, and he is charismatic I, as yeah. hell, so I don't oh, think yeah. that's it. So. <laughs> I think that's what I was thinking of, yeah. No. Yeah, but I mean, but, but going on with Babel and Babylon, <laughs> Babel. <laughs> <laughs> now I messed up, guys. Genuine We're going back in time. <laughs> but but going on the Babylon trailer, like I kind of agree with everybody else on here, where it's like it's kind of. I mean, for me, it's it's like we've been there, done that with this. I mean, truthfully, for me, it's all going to hinge on what the story is at the end of the day. For me, I I absolutely detested the trailers for The Wolf of Wall Street. I, I like like I was like, what what is this? You're not giving me a reason to go see this. The only reason I'm seeing it is because Martin Scorsese has scored so many points for me that I'll go see anything he's a part of. So that was the only reason why I went to go see it, and I actually really ended up really enjoying The Wolf of Wall Street quite a bit because there is an underlying story underneath it, but. If you're trying to sell me on a movie of coke, hookers, actors, yeah. everything, booze, snakes, I mean, you got to give me a little more than that. So, yeah. I mean, as a tease, it works just fine, I guess. But it's going to be it's going to really depend on the, the next trailer for me in terms of my excitement for this. But overall, I'm just kind of like, mm, all right, it's all right. Uh, it's there. It's in my calendar. I'll go see it. And I hope it's better than First Man and La La Land. I would hope so. Oh yeah. Just, just having the combo of Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie, I think you have enough enough like charisma and talent on screen that they'll be funny no matter what. Mm -hmm. But it might be a little overbearing because mm -hmm. it seems like they're both trying to do similar kind of yeah. things. So we'll see how that blends. And and also the other thing too is as soon as I was watching this trailer, like the one thing I just thought to myself is, damn, this movie's going to be three hours. Yes, I, I fully <laughs> this movie's going to be three hours. Yeah. Freaking three hours. That's not too <laughs> but it's also like a weird choice right now, like just to read the room socially of like right now, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of inflation and everything. We're living yeah. a little small and like to see all this extravagant kind of stuff. It's like, oh, mm. never going to get there. So it's like, it's <laughs> just a little. <laughs> 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 yeah, I feel that. But um, yeah, it's, it's I'm I'm really enjoying my stay on this island of a, <laughs> of an opinion. Um, you know, I've got my volleyball; it's fine. I'll get home eventually, <laughs> and my and my uh, my wife will move on with some other man after a couple years. But um, let's let's hear what you guys have to think in the comments about Babylon. Did you like this trailer? Or are you more 
siding with the rest of the crew here? Do you not? Are you not impressed by it? Are you a little bit hesitant going to see it? Are you worried that it's three hours long? Or do you want to join me on my island where we've got <laughs> bright lights, <laughs> carnival games? <laughs> we, 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 we've got a homemade bar with all the booze you could ever want. And now, you've got great company. <laughs> now all I'm imagining is like in 21 Jump Street, where, 21 or 22, uh, the one where they take the drugs, where it's like the half oh, and oh. Channing Tatum's like, I'll party. And yeah. then Jonah Hill's over there just like, by himself. Yep. Oh yeah, that's what <laughs> That's happening. Yeah. Exactly. So that's you choose where is. you want to be. If you want to be in Boring Town, <laughs> or, if you want to be on fun, or if you want to be on Fun Island, let us know in the comment section below when you tell us what you thought about the trailer for Babylon. We have emo now, over here. Oh, yeah. Um, and now we are moving on to our movie of the week, the movie that we got to see in theaters recently that we're going to be talking about. And it's a horror movie that's been making waves, a horror movie that's been impressing a lot of people. It's been doing surprisingly well at the box office as well. And that is Barbarian. I almost said Babylon again. It is Barbarian. <laughs> Surprise, people. It's already in theaters. Um, Barbarian came out a couple weeks ago. It's gotten glowing reviews. It's a movie that's kind of been shrouded in mystery. It's got a very simple setup of this young woman who is in town for a job interview, goes to this Airbnb that's been double booked, and she finds out that this Airbnb is kind of harboring this very dark secret. And that's pretty much all the trailers have really given away and smartly that they've done is really conceal a lot of the secrets and a lot of the surprises in this movie. So before we dive into spoilers here, obviously there's going to be spoilers as we begin to talk about the movie. So if you haven't seen it, you might want to turn this off right now and go see it, then come back and hear what we got to say. Um, but generally, let's just talk about what we thought about the movie in general. We'll start with Jen. What did you think about Barbarian in general? Oh, I I loved Barbarian. Uh, honestly, this was like one of my favorite theater experiences of the year. <laughs> like, and I, I so like with, with no spoilers at all. I will just right. say like this is something that you should go out see it in a theater, particularly a, a packed theater, because it is a high reaction kind of Very. film. So like when mm -hmm. you like, it's got a ton of buzz right now. Anyway, so like clearly everyone that has seen it has been saying go see it. Uh, so if you don't see it now, like particularly we saw it in Dolby. Yeah. And that was a great choice because there are <laughs> there are some really scenes I was like, oh, I'm so glad we're seeing in Dolby right now because it's very crystal clear and it's really good. But uh, mm -hmm. but like I think people, because there's so much buzz, you might miss it in theaters and then see it at home and you will not get the same reaction that I think it deserves to get when you're in the room with other people witnessing it for the first time. So, yeah, it, it is a great film. Uh, I had so much fun with it. <laughs> and like I won't go into any spoilers right off the bat. But, yeah, I highly recommend seeing it like there, there is some scary stuff in there, some gory stuff, if you're a little worried about that. But you can do this. Like, it's still fine. But <laughs> you, yeah, can I, I, you can do this. This is totally an option. But, uh, mm. yeah, like, especially right now, there's there's not a lot out right now other than seeing yeah. Top Gun Maverick again, which is also a good thing to do. Which we also we did. We also did that, too. <laughs> like, I highly recommend that, too. Yeah. But, like, if you're looking to go to the movies, this is a great time at the movies. Like, this, I don't want to get all, uh, what's this? Harry Styles right now, but this is why we make movies. Is to go. This is why we go to movies. It's like a movie. This is why we make movies because it's a movie. <laughs> and you know, this is like a like, like a, a real movie. movie. <laughs> We're terrible. Yeah. It's a great theater experience. I recommend it in the theater. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, Andres. How about you? Are you similar? Are you in the same boat? 
Oh, yeah. I absolutely fucking love this movie, top to bottom. It is my number three favorite movie of the year, right behind. Whoa. Yeah, right Jumping behind. up the ladder. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It totally jumped up the ladder. It's right behind the Batman and right behind Top Gun Maverick for yeah. me. It's, it's, it's nothing short of a... I mean, when you really look at it, the screenplay, just the way it's structured, and even just how certain things are revealed slowly but surely, and then also just certain tone changes in the film are just done so expertly that I'm just like, it's it's kind of a wonder something like this got made today. So absolutely this is one of my favorite one of my favorite films to come out this year it, it was hilarious because drew um a couple uh, our friend drew uh basically was like do you like black phone i'm like uh yeah I, I i love black phone it's like my number three of the year and like she said somebody said that if you love black phone you're gonna love barbarian more and i'm like all right, well, let's see. And then all of a sudden I come out and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that was But better. then she even changed her tone afterwards saying, this actually made me like Black Phone less. Yeah. That's how much she liked Whoa. this. So, like, Whoa. that was interesting. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, no, but everything about this, the less you know about it, the better. Yeah. Absolutely. The, like, mm -hmm, don't absolutely. even look at the cast list. Don't, don't look at it. Don't, like, if, if I was to be like, you know what? Don't even look at a trailer. Don't even look at a trailer either. Yeah. Like, for me, this was one of those movies that, like, all I just knew was that it was about an Airbnb and that's about it. And I've seen the trailer dozens of times, but for some reason, my mind just automatically disconnected from it every time because like it, it felt like one of those movies where if I take too much of it, yes. it's going to spoil it for me or it's yes. going to dampen my enjoyment of it. But yeah, no, this is absolutely one of the best, one of the best movies to see with a crowd in a theater on the best screen possible with the best sound as yeah. well too possible. The sound design on this is freaking incredible. So yeah, absolutely. Go see barbarian. It's, it's my third favorite film of the year. Check it out. <laughs> All right, Nancy, what did you think of barbarian? I absolutely freaking love this movie. Um, <laughs> it definitely is up there with black phone. I really love black phone too. And it, I think it definitely surpasses it little bit i still love the movie yeah. but it was just such a like unexpected horror film that mm -hmm. i was sitting there literally when i watched it with craig the barbarian as well um <laughs> i was like i i was at one point turning to like what am i what am i watching what is happening what just happened um and it was so great and it's almost like a comedy horror inception like theme which is so unexpected uh -huh. and it's it's weird to use this word but I, the word that comes to mind is like it's so like luscious like it's a luscious horror <laughs> film it's just like so good i want to like bathe in it um and it's just so okay. unique right. that we didn't need to know that <laughs> listen it's just that good and it's just such a unique concept that you have no idea where this movie is going ed would mm -hmm. never think it went in the way that it did and definitely the one and done trailer watching that i've been doing has panned out for me well because i know exactly what you mean by not looking at the cast and i had no idea that that person was in the movie so when it cut to that scene i was like what, what? the fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. out loud i went what the fuck just happened i was like yes, <laughs> yes. i was like 
Well, and I guess I guess we can we'll get into spoilers we'll get in a little bit. Yeah, but we'll... that specific yeah. transition, there was I had a whole thought process <laughs> that I want to reveal to everyone. But I'll say I I would probably give this. I, I almost want to say like four out of four shot glasses, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I guess that I, I don't know. In my mind, it's hard to say like there's a perfect movie, so maybe like three and three quarters. But it just it's that close for me. I, it was so good. Gotcha. I feel like when you mentioned Craig, now, now I just keep picturing the movie with just like this figure coming out of the yeah. darkness, just like spewing like movie facts. <laughs> <laughs> just what it is like coming out of the darkness. Yeah. Like in 2003, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> oh my God, you just gave me an idea. And then he just oh, does yeah. his like barbarian oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. We couldn't find a barbarian poster anywhere in the stupid theater because oh, I really wanted sucks. a picture of him with it. So we just got the Martin. That was as close as we got. 2004 Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or just Craig's Elvis. Nah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, he finds Elvis in the little thing. Oh my, oh god. my god. Oh my uh, god. I just want to see that movie. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I. I really enjoyed this movie and like you guys said like it's it's like a movie where if you really know as little as possible going in it's so rewarding um and i really knew next to nothing about what was going on here i knew about one of the cast members and i was curious how that person was going to play into it so i feel like i knew about that person maybe you guys didn't it seems like you guys didn't which is probably a really fun surprise for you guys um but I, the movie overall is just so effective and it's so like thrilling and so tense where i just literally felt so tense the entire time watching it where like it wasn't until the credits rolled i finally could like relax my shoulders i was just like <laughs> just really into it and i really loved the sound design like andre said is fantastic the way they build up to certain scares the story itself as it reveals itself is really interesting i love the way the movie's filmed some creative choices are really cool and just the entire atmosphere of the movie is fantastic and i think they do some wonderful things with casting where they cast people in roles that you think are going to go one way but are actually the complete opposite so if i was to start going into spoiler territory i think it is a masterstroke casting Bill Skarsgård as the other guy in yeah. the Airbnb because everyone knows him as Pennywise, or at least most people do. Mm -hmm. So we're just expecting him to turn into this like sinister character and you know not be this friendly guy, and he just ends up being a friendly guy who gets killed. And it's like genius. Yeah. It's absolutely because remember the I entire was... time you're thinking like, okay, I... she's walking into the hallway and he's just kind mm -hmm. of lurking. You're like, here we go. This is where he fucking turns evil. And nope. <laughs> because nope. because who says who says oh there's just a bed with a camera and blood yeah. murder on the wall yeah. why would I very, leave here yeah. I need to yeah. see it myself it's like about that. no Keith no you do not need to see it for yourself but also <laughs> yeah. part of me was like I'm so sorry I doubted you Keith you're dead now sorry no. like I just felt bad that I blamed him for all all that was happening <laughs> and he was just this innocent guy the one yeah. to share a glass of wine you know exactly yeah. it's like and that. And then you couple that with casting Justin Long as like pretty much a despicable character, one of the most likable yes. actors in Hollywood, especially when they reveal like what's going on with this character. I was like, this is also oh genius. And, the, yes. and just a testament to his talent that he's actually able to like pull it off or like you end up legitimately hating this guy but he's doing such a good job like when he's like enters the basement and he's like taking the measurements he finds the he takes the oh he goes into the creepy gosh. room he's like oh shit and he just gets like oh, the tape measure like, and he's like oh wow 
shit. Do I have right now? Oh man, I'm making bank. And it's the fucking. I love the next cut when he finds inside the second door. I outlaw my shit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh, the, man. oh, so good. <laughs> so the best part about that is, you know, well, the first you have this hard cut to Justin Long where that was the part where I was like, what the fuck? What yeah. the fuck am I watching? What just happened? Yeah, and, so and, you know, because yeah. everyone kept saying there was like some sort of surprise or it's like unexpected. So when it cuts to black, my first thought was. Was that the surprise? It's only like a 40 minute movie. Did it just end? What the hell? And then it goes to Justin Long. And I was like, what is Justin Long doing in this movie? Why is this mu- like music so happy? Why are we in a happy mood now? We just witnessed someone getting murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, but the measuring tape part, what was the best part about that was Craig. Anyone who knows Craig can <laughs> identify his laugh in a second. And... <laughs> People were kind of laughing at the tape measuring part, but then all you hear is Craig (laughs) busting up laughing, and the whole theater just starts cracking up. (laughs) And at the end of the movie, some guy walks by him, and he pats him on the shoulder. He's like, hey, man, I love your laugh. It's great. (laughs) It it made the movie so much better, like hearing Craig's laugh and then everyone reacting to it. And that's the part where I was like, oh, my gosh, they did such a good job of making it like just pure scary horror and then it bled into comedy and then yeah. horror again. It was just perfect. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And what do mm-hmm. we think about the design of this actual barbarian character? Cause that shit was fucking horrifying. Oh, I <laughs> I did not hear that. Yeah. 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 What did you think of the barbarian design nope. of like, the, you know, the <laughs> ultimate reveal? Oh. oh, there we go. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Take two. Okay. Well, I can hear you now. Uh, the ultimate reveal in terms of like, like what's what down this there? entity was in the basement. Yeah, as as the Dude, I thought it was a vampire. First. Worst things down there uh, is is the guy. Yeah. So yeah, like this. Yeah. Honestly, it was like this is a really smart script because mm-hmm. like if like you have to like learn the elevator pitch and everything, and like elevator pitch you only get a couple sentences, and the general story for this is pretty straightforward. Like I had like, it seems like Andres and Nancy kind of forgot what the trailer was. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I go to AMC A-list person and I go to the movies all the yeah. time. So I've seen this trailer. I see that times. trailer so I many not times. I to look anymore, but I listen <laughs> yeah. instead. That's my thing with horror movies. I will watch the trailer once and then I will not look at it anymore. Cause I remember shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like the, the casting of Bill Skarsgård, it's like, they know what they're doing with that. And it's just so clever like the way the, all of the dialogue between I don't know the actress's name, but she's a fantastic. Oh, yeah, I'm blanking. Like, I do not know. I don't know. I've never seen her before, but she did a great job. But like all of the dialogue between those two, it's like it's so natural and it's so interesting to see. You do not usually see a man realize how creepy he can be perceived on film. <laughs> and he was so self-aware. And I love that. And one of my favorite things, like as you're thinking about the movie, when you're leaving, I was like, oh, one of the best things was the fact that like when she wakes up after the first night, he's already gone and you don't see his car. And she had come in early, like late at night. So you couldn't really see the street, which was one of the best reveals of yeah. you couldn't see how like run down the neighborhood was. Cause it was like pitch black raining when she came in and it was like, Oh, he's already gone. There's no car out there. And it's like, is he in the basement? Like, is like he been waiting for her? And that was the whole thing. So, like, it's so smart. And then, so just, I would love to see the script for this because it's the way that the storyline is played out is what makes it so interesting. Because I had kind of guessed 
what it actually was. And I was pretty on the ball from the trailer, <laughs> but like the way that it played out was so much more fun, especially the Justin Long of it all was so good. And he was so perfect, but like, it's so interesting because like the horror movies, like in other hands, this could have been just another smile. Yeah. <laughs> like it could have just been like a very straightforward jump scare kind of comedy, but instead it's like this really well thought out, well-crafted allegory for like me too movement kind of stuff. And it's really interesting. And I love seeing like things elevated like that. And yeah, that guy that I don't know that actor either, but we, we had like theories of he's the one actually in the suit yeah. oh. for the woman, which would be really interesting if we knew that for sure. <laughs> uh, but oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That but older man or there, like as we were leaving, I think it might've been Drew had the, yeah, the, the, the original, killer guy uh we were like i don't think it is him but it is a man in the it is a man in the suit which made it really fascinating like there's that particular shot right before the original man is revealed of justin long having a really cool like video game kind of perspective of the camera of he has a flashlight and the gun and it's very yeah, much yeah i was like what are these doom shots all right yeah. so cool mm-hmm. i was like yeah. i want a vr game of this movie like i think it would be really oh. cool Oof. uh but oh, like that God. first shot right before he's revealed like you see the the mama kind of character like slow that was the dolby moment of she's oh, yeah. slowly creeping in from the darkness and it's like one of those fears of if you've ever been afraid of the dark it's not just the dark it's something actually coming out of the dark and you're seeing it and then she backs away he's like if she's backing away there's something really creepy behind this door yeah. so like it's yeah. really interesting and i i yeah, I absolutely love it. It's probably not something that's going to be rewatched a lot because it was. Yeah, I don't see my. I don't, honestly, if I'm being honest, I probably won't rewatch this. <laughs> I'll probably rewatch oh. it like once, but like. I but I feel like that's a testament to how good it was of just yeah. like being yeah. so creepy, yeah. you know. I'll I'll probably watch it again with people who have not. seen Yes, it. I think that's the. Oh, one that's fair. Yeah. Get people, the replay yeah, value yeah. for seeing someone experience because that's what it was that's why i was talking about the theater experience because like experiencing the movie for the first time on this is so interesting Mm -hmm. but i feel like now that you know you'll you'll get to see those little details and appreciate them and of course everything that justin (laughs) long did like because we were he actually did jump during this movie but it was not for the reason that you think okay Uh, (laughs) what was it what was it then oh now i need to know when justin long first started experimenting with his square footage of the downstairs like he put the edge of the the tape measure kind of on the angle of the stairs. Oh, and I see where this is going. <laughs> if you've ever played with a tape measure, there, there's that fear in the back of your mind of all of a sudden it's going to come back and it's going to like grab your arm and like rip it and everything. Uh-huh. That's kind of what happened. So when all yeah. of a sudden that happened, like you were like, ah! I was like, ah, no! No! Fingers coming off! No! <laughs> yeah. Oh my That's God. That's hilarious. Well, I, I will say, yeah, like, I think Justin Lawson was... The one thing that I think is oh, like man. a great, was the great thing about the yeah. movie is that like, like when they reveal that this like basement keeps going on and on and on, you're like, oh my god, like it's what the you. fuck else is down here? But then yeah. I feel like, okay, yeah, it's, it's playing with your expectations because it could be anything, and like you know, it's that like fear of the unknown that's really kind of getting into your head, which I loved. But then the, at the same time, I was like, I was kind of hoping that like it would just keep going on and on down there, and there would just be like these different things in there, oh. almost like a cabin in the woods kind yeah, of like style thing, where it's just like inferno, you keep, like it's just gonna like keep, you, yeah, like yeah. you keep running into like different entities that are all fucked up or something. Like, that's where I thought it was gonna go, that's, and then it kind of yeah. ended up being more simple. But then I was like, that's also refreshing too that it was more small scale. Yeah, no, and, 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 and there was even the moments where where you see the cages and you're like, what the fuck was in yeah. those cages to begin? Yeah, with? exactly. Like, like, like exactly. How, you were, how you were talking about how like, oh, what if? I mean. Basically, uh, we're in spoiler territory yeah, now. Oh, with this. So, oh, so we have been. <laughs> yeah. 
so 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 it's so it's kind of easy to say that the monster is sort of created by the the incest of it all about like you know just creating the copy within the copy within the copy yeah. to the point where it's right where yeah. it's this monster essentially yeah. and i kind of thought you know exactly where you were where you were thinking tom was that what if they were what if they did the same thing with the dogs what if they only had like two dogs and they basically just did the yeah. same thing over and over yeah. again? Yeah, like this descent monster dog, exactly people thing. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but yeah, but like how you were saying, like it was just you know, it was it was fresh. That it was just kind of simple. Yeah, and that yeah. what we, what we saw is what we got. And honestly, there's one thing I know: studio execs are looking at the success of this movie, and they're probably thinking one thing: sequel. Yeah. No, no, just yeah, you're just, gonna make him a. No. No, like, oh, I, well, I don't. I don't, I don't need. I don't need a sequel. Where he's the hero. Yeah. Well, no. No. Same place <laughs> well, too. That's why place I thought. Yeah. Um. Because with X, how it had a post-credit scene that actually was a uh, teaser trailer. I thought that's what they might do, but have like an origin story, like how they are doing with X, mm. with the guy that you know trapped all the women down there. And then I thought, you know. I mean, it's probably not an origin story that, that anyone yeah, wants to see. That would be like that was actually one of the things that I really liked about the movie was the fact that like even though clearly you're understanding like the horrors that he's done down there, but you don't actually see them. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah. see, yeah. see the reaction of Justin Long, and you hear a little bit of audio from one of the many VHS tapes yeah. down there, which. The, one of the creepiest parts was the fact that, like, some of the VHS, uh, VHS tapes are descriptions, and then some are names, and some are names with initials. So it's like, oh, I had a couple of Heathers down here. Like, it, it gets a little, yeah. like, you start to understand the scope of it, and yeah. it gets really creepy. So if they did yeah. that, then it would, like, that's all you get to really play with, and that would be really depressing. Like, this is already pretty depressing. Yeah. Like, but then at the yeah. same time, it's like, oh, there, you get to see, like, someone kind of succeed in their creepy little hobby of like you have that initial room and it's like oh i can do better and like you just expand into this entire underground world of horror so like i was like wow he's been busy he's a busy guy yeah so yeah yeah no if anything if if there's if there's one thing i would say the studio execs need to see from the success of this film don't necessarily have it be a sequel but you know what? Give give the director. I, I had to I had to look it up because yeah. it's the it's one of the the, the yeah characters. Zach Kreger I believe yeah Zach Kreger. I mean, don't give this a sequel. Give, give him money. Give him money to yeah, make him money to make else. something else. Yeah, yeah. Who who know who knows? Because like we were talking about it with Drew as well too. It's just like a lot of these comedy directors and a lot of these comedy comedy skit directors as yeah. well have been making big splashes in horror. I mean, like look at Jordan Peele. I mean that that yeah. is pretty much kind of the career that you yeah. kind of want to give somebody like that. Like you know, you don't necessarily tether him into a franchise. Just make yeah. him do make- something that you're excited about because exactly. that's when you get something really creative, which is like all of the key of, to Jordan Peele's success and everything. But yeah, it's the comedy writers like there's there's always like a running joke of like comedians are actually like some of the darkest people you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but at the same time, it's like they especially sketch comedy you know how to like really get brevity down. And that's really important with these kind of movies. Cause like, that's why they're so funny. The dialogue is so concise, but, <laughs> but still like you get all the range of emotions and Justin looks so funny. Oh my God. So good in it. So yeah, like it really, it doesn't waste time, but it also gives you the time to breathe in those tense moments and everything. So like, it, it's really well done. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the so freaking... I have two, <laughs> yeah, go for it. I have yeah. two questions for you guys. Oh, okay. So the first question you rent an Airbnb. Never. It has a basement. <laughs> Never again. 
Do you pull the rope when you find it? No, absolutely not. I mean, at least you you might That's pull it at first. And then once the minute that opened, I'm like, oh, hell no, I close it. In fact, I actually like my family had just stayed at a at a rented rental kind of situation. It wasn't Airbnb technically, but technically this wasn't either. The, the fact that all this horror happened just because someone is terrible at organizing their job because it was like two. Oh, different that was postings. hilarious. That's yeah. like, yeah, it seemed like this sinis- yeah. like sinister plan. It was like, no, she she's just wasn't paying attention. She's just uh, a horrible. Like, it's terrible. But I had just I loved stayed it. at a like an Airbnb kind of situation in New Hampshire. And in the basement of that house, there was this tiny little door. And I actually I think I posted a picture of it on Twitter. Yeah. And it looked like almost like the no. little door to like like Alice in Wonderland. It was much cuter than, the, than no. this door in this film. But at the same time, I was like, I'm not opening that. I don't need to know. Yep. Hell no. I put my suitcase I, I, like, I don't need to know. I don't need little gnomes coming out to, to see me. At side night. story. Yeah. When I used to live in Visalia, uh, me and my boyfriend at the time, we were looking for a house to rent. And there was this two-story house. Very classic in the terms of, like, you have the door, and then you have the two rooms up above with the two windows looking out. He was like, I don't know. <laughs> Looks kind of creepy. But I was like, oh, but I love old houses. You know, I just love the feel of them. <laughs> I have such character. We go up. <laughs> We go upstairs, I shit you not, there was a tiny door like that in every single room, and they were all boarded up. And I was like, fuck nope. this, we're leaving right nope. now. Nope, 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 nope. There's, I don't a even to... There's a reason yeah. that's us. I was like, I don't even want to look at the rest nope. of the house, we're leaving nope. right now, getting some holy water, shaking it on me. I was <laughs> like, oh, fuck no. So yeah, I would not pull that rope either. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, and then once I figured out it was a door, I was like, oh, fuck this. I would have yeah. gone. I mean, it was it was funny turnaround because in the beginning she made a lot of great decisions, and then as time yeah, went she on, said nope. started going and then she started going downhill. Yeah. Particularly like it, she she guts out, and she had the opportunity to leave. Oh my god! And I'm like, she's a hero. She she's back. gonna go back. But like, she waited uh, a while. She waited specifically until it was nighttime after getting the yeah. thing of oh, she goes out at night. I'm like, where have you been? And I was oh, like, yes, yeah. I was pissed at that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know you, Justin Long. I just met you. You're on your own. Sorry. Don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I turned to Craig at that point. It was, yeah. He didn't listen. I turned, I shit you not, I turned to Craig and I said, I don't even know if I'd go down there for you. I wouldn't go down there for someone I just met. Well, that's honest. <laughs> Fuck no. Sorry. Any of you. Don't know if I'd do it. Too fucking Would scary. You? Sorry. She wouldn't either. See? Oh, See? That laugh. That laugh tells job. all. I would have done a better job of pleading my case with the cops. I appreciated what they did, exactly. not being believed. But I was like, "You have corroboration. You have like people know you. You can say, call this woman that I just met the other day and ask yeah. her why I haven't shown up for like a week or so. How long was she down there? I forget. She Take a there. video like, of the creepy ass tunnel. No, 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 no. She was there like a few days. Few days. But yeah. I was like, that woman seemed like she she got the job. Like it seemed like she got the job and she was going to talk to her the next day, and then she yeah. just kind of dropped off the radar. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you have references. You Use your references. Don't just keep saying there's a crazy lady down there. Or, 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 yes. or like, or like the other thing she could have literally done with the cops. It was the like, one okay, ice house in a shitty neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> what well, well, shitty house in the neighborhood? Yeah, but, yeah but just like, call them up to that and say, yeah. how does this not look creepy? Like, yeah, really. or, or how, how is this house still standing? But also the, the other thing too is that like automatically, she. I mean, it kind of feels like why couldn't she see how that looks? 
yeah. where she's like this this dirty person in this dirty ass well, neighborhood, and it's, it's like Detroit. it's Detroit, of course. But yeah, but but the thing is, like, they automatically saw that all oh, like you know what? Yeah. Maybe she's probably on drugs or something like that. She could have been like like looking look at my arms, like 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 yeah. like just like. Just look at me. Like, but I mean, like, it goes along with the allegory and exactly. also the fact that all cops are bastards. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to support that. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I, I did appreciate it. But, yeah, at the same time, you're like, come on. Yeah, it was, <laughs> but it was so frustrating, though. But then when she went back, it was not like she brought any weapons with her either. Yeah. Like, I know. It was like, there's plenty of rubble around. You can figure out something. Yeah. And, yeah, and like, she she didn't pick up the cell phone. She didn't pick up her keys. I'm like, come on. Uh, yeah. like you had such problems. So I'm guessing, Tom, you wouldn't pull the rope either, or pull oh, the no, rope. I would and not run. pull that rope. No, leave the fucking rope where it is. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm no, good no, no. Leave it where I'm, it I'm is. Good. I am good. That is a no thanks. That is a return to sender. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so I'm curious. That leads me to my second question, though. Yeah, oh, right. go ahead. No, no, no. Before for, I get to for, my second question, for, for me, it probably would have went like if, if I had pulled on that rope, and the second that door that door started to shimmy yeah. open, like, I would. Oh no, no, no! Oh no, no. I would have been like, no, let's go, let's yeah. get the hell out of here right now. I'll sleep in the car yeah. in the middle, in the middle of downtown Detroit. Yeah. All right, because like she like started like she took a couple minutes to set up like her little crappy mirror situation, putting something. I'm like, when you clearly can't see further than a couple feet, I'm like, you're not gonna go in there. Yeah, that's a bad idea. It's like congratulations, you've given yourself light for about three yeah. feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> oh, goodness. But so yeah. my second question, would you take the bottle? Oh. I mean, knowing the alternative, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I probably would. Yeah, because like, as soon would. as the bottle happened, I was like, well, clearly this is going to happen one way or the other, and I'll take option A. Oh, man. That's so, fair. Yeah, yeah, I would. That's fair. I would, I would, yeah. I would have probably picked the hair off of the bottle first before. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh. That got me when that, I was like, oh, there's hair on it. That was like my only yeah. qualm. I mean, not my only no. qualm, but I was I like. Think, I think that creature was like someone's worst nightmare because like when they did the tape measure scene and then like the barbarian like first reveals itself or whatever. There's one guy in my theater. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I love it. I was like, wow, talk about playing with someone's expectations. I, I laughed so hard <laughs> when that reaction came oh. out. I was like, wow, this is definitely someone's worst nightmare. Got it. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's like, it's worse when it's something just so creepy that you would never think of or like yeah. that is just in the back of your mind versus like, oh, it's a vampire. Like, oh, it's a werewolf. You know, yeah. I, uh-huh. it's just something about that is just so much creepier. And also, I love that the house was on Barbary Street to sign up. <laughs> did you wait? Hold, did you guys jump at the part where that guy takes them in and he's like, you know, you know, she, we're safe here. She never comes in yeah. here. And then, like two like, seconds like, later, um, she busts through the wall like the I fucking Kool Aid Man. Where she's like, I oh, knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. So I was like doing this, like, oh, and, it's yeah, gonna happen. Like, oh, shit. Then they had to take it one step forward and do the oh, my God. combat yeah. death and rip Whoa, his arms off and beat him to death. And it was like, that was crazy. I, I was laughing I was, so like, hard at that. Well, he's so upset. I was like, this poor man. That's that's just mama bear going into attack mode. That's Mm. all. He took her babies. Dude. I mean, Justin Long's death was worse. That was brutal. He deserved it, it though. It was gratifying because he (laughs) He deserved deserved it. it. Yeah. 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 Because he deserved it, but... I like everyone in the theater was like, yeah, I'm a piece of garbage. But how many times do you need to drop the gun, too? Oh, my God, I know. 
See, I thought he was going to take a charge where he's realizing, like, oh, shit, yeah, I can help. He's doing the self-talk of, like, you know, when you're a bad person, you can help people. And then all of a sudden he's like, here's your baby. And flings her off the roof. I was like, are you shitting me, you piece of shit? Yeah, that actually got one of the biggest laughs. Like, it was so good. It was like, oh, my God. Oh, when she dives? Uh, Yeah, yeah, when he threw her, like, go get your Mm -hmm. baby. It was like, oh, my God, he's such a piece of shit. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But just even even the look of the the creature is just like flying right, right like, past nah. <laughs> Super yeah, that was yep. the part that everyone yep. left off. yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh, good stuff it's good yeah. i mean we could go on all day about this but i am very curious to see what our audience thinks about barbarian if you have seen it let us know in the comments what did you think of the movie did you love it as much as we did were you not as impressed with it or are you like kind of middle of the road on it let us know in the comment section below what you thought of barbarian very curious to hear your thoughts leave a comment we always love reading those comments uh definitely let us know about any of the topics that we discussed today what you thought of any of those uh we are excited to hear what you have to say and thank you of course for always tuning into another new episode of film on tap we appreciate it we thank you for listening or watching whatever you happen to be doing and before we head out as always where can we find everyone here on social media well let's answer that question let's start with jen where can the people find you on the interwebs uh you can pretty much find me on twitter that's really the only social media i miss with anymore <laughs> it's uh, because just, i yeah. like shouting into the void and hearing all sarcastic people so yeah i'm jen kemp gotcha. at jk meme queen on twitter and technically letterbox even though i'm very lazy and haven't updated that in a really long time but maybe i'll actually do that <laughs> yeah. this year because i've seen gotcha. some great movies so maybe i'll do a little review for barbarian or something so there you go there you go okay all right andres how about you let's get yours out of the way (laughs) you can find me on twitter and instagram as galagos you can also find me on twitch.tv as galagos 209 you can also find me on high voltage media uh we just put out our manhunt review and we are currently in the middle of production on a couple upcoming videos that it's going to be very very exciting for me to announce later um also my buddy steve is doing um uh, he's doing the sports betting site called uh, DFSHub.com, and I've been putting out some of their social media stuff as well, too. Go ahead and check out their stuff. And Good tips. Great tips. Great tips. And uh, mm-hmm. you can also, I mean, just find me just around on, on Twitter and Instagram, and that's pretty much about it. <laughs> All righty, Nancy. Where can the people find you? You can find me at PL underscore Band-Aid on Twitter and Instagram. Shouting at the Raiders and then losing, but hopefully not for much longer. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's about it. I maybe come up with something new soon, but we shall see. I'll okay. let you know when that happens. All right. Exciting Wait. stuff. Exciting stuff. All Wait. right. And if you want to find me on the interwebs, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews. And of course, you can find me here on the Film on Tap podcast every other week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. We'll see you guys. Bye.